I want to invite all the children who are here to come forward and sit down here on the carpet. We have a wisdom story for you this morning. There's suspense. These kids have already heard it once, so it's okay. And if there's no one to come sit on the carpet, that's okay too, because we're all going to enjoy the story together. All right, yes. So, thanks, Henry. So our wisdom story this morning takes place right outside of a small village. It takes place uh, at a little house in a dark forest. And inside that little house lives a very wise old woman. And everyone in the village says that this wise old woman has the answers to everything. And it really does appear that way. Because anytime two neighbors have an argument with each other, this wise old woman knows exactly what to say to help them get along. And if a child is sick and no one knows what to do, she seems to know exactly which herbs will help them. And when no rain is coming, it seems like she can work some special magic to bring the rain to help the crops. But the children in this village start to wonder, and they say to each other, is it even possible that one person can have the answer to everything? I don't think so. So the kids decide to test her, and they start asking the wise old woman questions. They ask her questions about the planets, and they ask her questions about animals, and they ask her questions about mathematics. And every single time, this wise old woman has the answer. So after a while, most of the kids kind of give up and they say, well, that's cool and that's great. And they go on to the next thing. But there is one little boy who just can't let go of this. He just can't believe that one person could answer every question right, that one person could know everything. And this boy sets out to prove the wise old woman wrong in front of everybody. He has a goal to expose her as a fake. And so what does he do? He goes to all the other kids in the village and he says, listen everybody, meet me tomorrow afternoon at the front door of the wise old woman's house in the dark, dark woods. And I'm gonna show you all that she does not have the answer to everything. And so that very day, the day that he's going to meet up with the kids, the little boy goes out into the forest and he has a net. And he uses the net to catch a very small songbird. And he keeps that songbird in his hands. And he decides that he's going to hide the bird and ask the old woman what it is that he has. And there is just no way that she could know the answer. So he goes up to her house and he says, hey, wise old woman, come out. I have a question for you. And so the wise old woman opens her door. She comes out and she says, what is it? And the little boy says, so you think you know everything. Well, tell me this. What am I holding behind my back? And the wise old woman says, well... I don't think that I know everything. That's not really possible. But 
and she can hear the wings of the bird moving. She says, I think that you are holding a bird behind your back. And the little boy gets mad. He was going to prove her wrong, so he thinks really fast about how he could still be right. And he says, okay, well, here's my real question for you. The bird behind my back, is it alive or is it dead? And this was the little boy's plan. If the wise old woman guessed that it was dead, he would show her that he was holding a live bird in his hand. But if the wise old woman guessed that the bird was alive, he would crush it in his hand just to prove her wrong. So he said, is the bird that I'm holding alive or dead? And the wise old woman thinks, and then she says, the answer to your question is in your hands. And the boy realizes that yet again, she is right. She is right, and he realizes what he was contemplating. He almost killed a helpless little bird just to prove his point, just so he could look like he was right and he was smarter. And he felt very ashamed. And he realized that the answer was in his hand, that he couldn't change what he had thought or what he had done. But at that very moment with the bird behind his back and the shame that he was feeling, he still pulled it out and he looked at the little bird and said, I'm sorry, little one. And he let it go free. The answer was in his hands. He couldn't help what had happened, but he still had a choice about how he was going to act in the future. And he chose in the very, very end to act with respect for himself and respect for other living things. <laughs>